podcasters. On today's episode of Business of Glam, we sit down with Adrienne Coffey. She is the owner of Touch of Bliss and Adrienne and Company, two amazing event planning companies that will take care of your wedding, corporate, or nonprofit needs. So grab a glass of bubbles and we hope you enjoy. Are sitting down today with Adrian Coffee of Touch of Bliss and Adrian and Company. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for it. So tell everyone a little bit about you and your business. Business yeah, is. Business is. <laughs> so um, I started Adrian and Company about six years ago now um, to plan nonprofit events and corporate, and then kind of got into weddings from there. And then in 2016, um, added a Touch of Bliss to our lineup. So Touch of Bliss plans weddings um all over Colorado and destination as well it's amazing yeah it's a lot of fun so how did you get into the event planning industry well I went to school to get my business degree and then um was trying to decide what I wanted to do so I did a bunch of internships in college um planning internships I did festivals and fundraisers mostly like nonprofit stuff so kind of how I got into nonprofit, and then I out of college I worked for a nonprofit, planning events and doing fundraising, um, and so then started my company from that experience and that side of the industry. So I've been able to see like the nonprofit industry, corporate, and also the fun wedding side of it too. <laughs> right. And tell me, why did you want to start your own like company doing event planning and not stay? What made you have that hustle? Um, probably because I don't like working for other people. <laughs> I'm not very good at taking direction. Um, no, I think I've always sort of wanted to have my own business and um, didn't always know like exactly what that was going to be. So the events just kind of made sense based on my experience at the time and kind of what I knew. I have, you know, many other business ideas yeah. that eventually will come to fruition, but um, that was just kind of the path that made sense at the time. I love it. Yeah. Tell us a little bit, like any type of advice that you have. I know that you run an internship program too, mm-hmm. which I want to ask you about. But advice for somebody that maybe loves event planning or wedding planning, how to kind of get started in creating your own company? Um, I would say get involved in as much as possible. That was kind of how I got a lot of my experience was just volunteering, being in internships really just doing a ton of stuff, um, meeting a lot of people, growing my network. You know, you really can't learn it from a textbook. Um, You kind of just have to be in it day to day and in the grudge of it, you know, while you're (laughs) at an event for 12 hours lugging trash around. Yeah, right. (laughs) So you have to learn that way. All those unglamorous things in business. Yeah, exactly. That nobody likes to talk about. Right, yeah. I feel like you're in that same industry that everybody's like, oh, it's so fun and it's so glamorous. And then you like whisper that to yourself as you're dragging trash around. Yeah, exactly. Or like fixing the broken toilet. Yeah, it's not (laughs) all sparkles and rainbows. Yeah. (laughs) What's the biggest lesson that you've learned in event planning, starting your own business, any of those um, avenues? I, th- I think the biggest and also the hardest thing was that you can't control anything. You have no control over day-to-day, future, anything that's happening. So 
being able to adjust your mindset from like, I've planned what I can, I've done what I can, and from now I just kind of have to roll with it and and go from there. Mm-hmm. That's really hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I feel like we tell all of our brides that whenever they come into Glamour Bar for like hair and makeup, we're like, just enjoy the day. Yeah. Whatever happens Let from it go. here just is like the universe telling you, you know, if somebody messes something up it's fine it's fine (laughs) one of my favorite parts is like the post-wedding recap with the couple where I get to tell them all the crazy stuff that happened during the day that they had no idea was going on it's always fun to like tell those stories and realize what actually happens (laughs) behind the scenes that nobody knows (laughs) for sure I'm sure you have a lot of stories yes (laughs) So tell us a little bit, like I said, you have an internship program that mm-hmm. you run. Um, tell us a little bit about that and how you got started doing that. Well, I love the internship program. Um, not only does it like give us the opportunity to see talent and hire from that, but it's also how I got all my experience. So I like giving people the opportunity to learn that and get involved. There's not a ton of um, opportunities in the hospitality industry outside of hotels or restaurants. And so getting people that other side of it, I think is important. We have a ton of interns who come through and I tell them at the beginning, like, if you hate this at the end, that's totally fine. That's why you're here. Mm -hmm. We want you to know that before you start going through your career or finish school in events and then realize that was the wrong choice for you. So I think that's another important part of it is just like seeing the behind the scenes of what it actually is like and being able to expose students or people who are changing careers to that I love that yeah it's a lot of fun I I love the interns I love being able to have them there not only for like the projects that they do for us but also to teach them these things and like see them grow throughout the 10 weeks of the internship and then also like all my employees went through the internship program so they got to experience the business and how we run things and how we like to do things too. It's amazing. Yeah. I love that. How did you get started in creating a program? Because I think so many small business owners probably want to do some kind of internship program, whether it be for social media or helping them out in some aspect of the business. Mm -hmm. Did you reach out to certain colleges or how did you get started in putting a program together? Um, I sort of just started with a list of like things that we would want to teach in the program and we kind of had to switch it a little bit like timeline wise and how long they are and like the hours. Um, So we have like a set schedule of what we teach every week and kind of what goes into it, what things they have to accomplish by the end of it so that they get to learn all the important pieces of it so I sort of just kind of put that together and then every intern session we kind of update it and adjust it and change it to based on what works best what we need to adjust and kind of go from there Um, we do work with all the colleges around here for school credit and you know going through their application process of being approved and they all have different requirements and things you have to watch out (laughs) for so we have nice little spreadsheets that but what that. an awesome way to find new talent, too. Yeah, it is. It is really fun. We have spring, summer, and fall sessions. Summer's by far our, most, our busiest. Um, and we have maybe 50 or 70 applicants for the summer session. So there's a lot of people to get to meet and 
um, join our program and we're always adding assistance as the business grows. So it's good to have that base. Amazing. Yeah. What do you think? I'm like event planning and wedding planning must be so fun. What is your favorite part of putting it all together? Um, I like to joke that it's the cake at the end because <laughs> I love cake. Um, I think the biggest piece that I really love is seeing it at the end and like the client satisfaction and like the joy of the day because you spend 9, 12, 15 months with these clients getting to know them and spending time with them and going through all the ups and downs of planning an event and changes so once you're kind of to the end and like everybody's happy and they're just like oh this was so amazing like last week you hated me now you love me (laughs) so that's kind of just like the best part is being at the end and seeing it all culminate together but I bet there's a lot of up and downs that you go through yes lots of changes (laughs) lots of up and downs um but we always and emotional end up up. too. I mean, like, I feel like it would be very, like, especially a wedding would be very emotional. How do you kind of deal with that client interaction and keeping them like that? You're the professional. You're the expert. Yeah. Trust me, we'll get to the end, <laughs> and you will love me. Yeah, you will love me at the end. Building that client trust is a, uh, something we really work hard on, especially at the very beginning, like before we're doing anything. Um, we do a lot with like communication and making sure we're always in contact, which helps build that trust too. But um, people generally hire us because they trust us already. And so just kind of keeping that going and giving them things to watch out for or ways to save money or new fun ideas to be a little bit different. Like those are all kind of ways that continue to build that trust throughout the planning process. Um, and then once we get to the end, they're like, yeah, do whatever. We'll see you then, Mm -hmm. which is always fun. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had like a biggest lesson that has taught you maybe how to move forward in business or planning in the future? Like anything Mm. that sticks out that's like, Ooh, that was a big pain point. I would say (laughs) the hardest thing that we've gone through was, um, taking over a touch of bliss when we added that company, um, just not assuming that things are done well mm-hmm. um, is a hard thing to do because I don't just doing your due diligence and you feel like you did your due diligence all the time and then you get to the end you're like how did I not think of that yeah um, just kind of like not assuming anything and researching and. Um, also knowing you can't again control anything Mm -hmm. and being ready to kind of roll with that yeah I'm sure that you've learned that lesson so many times yeah in the type of field that you're in right because I think there's always things changing or people canceling or some kind of change that you have to think on your feet right especially like with weather and outdoor weddings I mean always having that backup plan but a lot of the brides will be like oh I'm so worried it's gonna rain on my wedding day and I'm like well, if it does, it does. Like, yeah. <laughs> You're you still getting married. <laughs> getting wrinkles from your worrying. You need to go to Glamour Bars. <laughs> what kind of keeps you staying motivated and grounded? Because I feel like you're always like so chill. You always have like so much going on. You have your hands in so many things. But like we met in a networking group. We're like, Adrian always just seems so calm and like grounded. What do you... 
Do you have any advice for the rest of us? Um, the inside doesn't look like that, just the outside. <laughs> no, I'd say um, God is definitely what keeps me like grounded and sane and calm and, again, being able to get through that no worry, no control piece of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just the day-to-day aspect of that. Motivation-wise, I want to retire someday. Yeah. Uh, trying to get to that point. But I just love what I do. I love the business side of it. I love the strategy and the marketing. And so I think that's kind of what motivates me too is just I I enjoy it. Yeah. I love getting up every day and working 12 hours doing that. Yeah. You know, it's just fun. It is. Do you have like a mission or vision or mantra that you, statement that you kind of tell yourself? It changes. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't think I have one specific one. Let it go, I guess. <laughs> no, right. You have your Elsa moments and you're like, let it go. Just let it go. Yeah, just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> How do you find your perfect client? Like, do you have any type of marketing advice for anybody in the industry or just in general? That's a hard one. I think we're still trying to figure that out a little bit. I think the best thing we do with it is have like a free consult with the client before we do anything and there's definitely been clients that I've met with that I'm like this for sure is not the right fit Mm -hmm. like I do not want to work with you um so I think it's more of a gut thing of like I know this isn't right and there have been some where like I really want this event this is a perfect event um but I know it's going to be probably not the right thing and so some of them we've taken and it turns out like yeah I was right from the beginning this was a nightmare um so as far as like putting it on paper I've recently like the past few months tried to figure out that buyer persona piece of it but I sort of like can't write it out it's more of just like a thing that I know Mm -hmm. which is not good for growth because somebody else needs to figure that out too (laughs) right But I love what you said about how it's like a gut feeling because it is. I know when a client comes into the door, whether or not they're probably like the best fit for us. Yeah. It's hard to find that and it's hard to figure out what those different pieces are and the personality pieces are. And especially in the service industry, when you serve so many different types of clients with different styles, sort of the only demographic we can come up with is how much they want to spend on their, their event, which is very nice. Right? <laughs> you know? I know. It is so hard. I think it is different. Like you were saying earlier, like a buyer for a store, like Tiffany's knows a specific person that's probably going to walk in their door. Right. So it's much easier for them to create a service or have a service for them. Right, exactly. And they can write out exactly who that person is, what they do, what they like, what they drive. And that's always so different for yeah. us. And market to those specific people. Yeah, Where I exactly. Think, like you said, in service industry, it's so hard to put that exact demographic right. into the formula piece. Yeah, it is hard to do that. And that's what we've kind of been working on lately is like, how do we put that information together so that somebody else in the company can replicate that sales you know, piece to those people mm-hmm. instead of me? Right. (laughs) Instead of you just having that gut feeling. Yeah, exactly. Do you think your gut feeling just came within time or is it like certain skill sets that you think that you've kind of like acknowledged and groomed? Um, I think both. A lot of it comes from like 
having clients in the past where you know they're not right and you saw those red flags at the beginning and recognizing those throughout the process um, and then recognizing them when they come up again. And then I think the other piece of it is I sort of just have that um, that gut piece where I can usually tell if we're going to connect in the first like two minutes mm-hmm. that we meet, like when interns come in for interviews, I'll know if we're hiring them within a minute of them coming in. So our interviews are 15 minutes at the most yeah. um, because I just kind of know right away and have that ability. Mm-hmm. Maybe from meeting a lot of people. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like it's the same thing too. Like my interviews are so quick and I just think back to the times that I interviewed for jobs and we went on for like hour, like for so long. And so how do you think, I feel like an interview doesn't need to be more than 30 minutes. I would say max. I I think maybe multiple sessions if it's like a a higher gig or like higher paying or more, Mm -hmm. you know, needs, but with an intern interview there's not a lot of risk there so 15 minutes max for us and I'll know yeah yeah it's like that gut feeling you're like okay you can probably work out and you think stop me if I'm wrong in your industry as well but I think in that service industry I'm like it's either going to be really great and they're going to be this great person that I just met or she's going to be a nightmare in 30 days I know but I have no idea and to sit around and do like a 45 minute interview is not going to teach me anything. No, different. you're not going to find out through that. And even in the service industry, like we don't necessarily look for people that have event planning experience. If you have that service experience and the customer service skills and like those soft skills that I can't teach, I can teach you event planning. Mm-hmm. It's not rocket science. It's not engineering. Like it's not that difficult, but you have to have the other skills like the communication and customer service that go along with it in order to be successful in events regardless of what you know if you know everything and you don't know how to work with a client yeah then it doesn't matter I cannot agree with you more I feel like you know what if your skill set's not totally there in the realm of things I was like Clayton am I in trouble (laughs) (laughs) um that you can kind of teach all of those other things as yeah. long as you have certain skill stu- skill sets that like can't be taught. Yeah, totally. So what do you think is the benefit for people out there that maybe are getting married or throwing a nonprofit event to have a planner? Um, different for both. I think nonprofit wise, it's really important to have the outside planner with the expertise in the events industry. Whereas you may have staff that can figure it all out and plan an event for you, but it's a burden on the staff to put all that stuff together. It's a burden on your volunteers to make the day run well. So having that outside piece to be able to take care of the logistics um, and the day of so that the nonprofit can just focus on the fundraising and sponsorships and donations really allows them to spend more time on that and then in turn be more successful. Mm Um, Wedding-wise, there's so many reasons why a planner would be important um, because most of our couples just don't have the time to put into it, the time to put into the research. I mean, when you Google wedding vendors, you get 9 million pages on Google and, like, who knows what you're looking at or, you know, who you're talking to. So having the um, people behind the scenes to have your back on that and to give you those suggestions without having to spend hours of research Um, We also know like the ways to save money and the ways to make things look 
really awesome, but not going completely over the top with it. Um, having those unique pieces to it and like just adding the personality to the day and the small touches that make it fun for you. Um, and then even if you don't have a wedding planner for the full planning, which some people are the personality type that they can take care of that, having somebody day of is so imperative so that you don't have to do anything yeah. day of and you get to enjoy it because the day goes by so fast. It just go by fast. And I think that it is so nice because somebody out of your wedding yeah. party or family is going to have to take on that role and make yeah. sure everybody's moving in the right direction or that things are going seamlessly. So right. take that burden off your people and have a professional do it for yeah. you. We have people too that are like, oh, we're having a simple wedding. We're bringing in all of our own decor. And I'm like, well, that's even more important mm-hmm. than to have a planner if you have that much happening that you're doing. Yeah. You know, you just don't have time to do it during the day and you don't have the energy. Exactly. So <laughs> wedding season's coming up. I'm sure yes, you guys so are soon. super busy. What is kind of the timeline if you were looking for a wedding planner? Do you Is that like your first stop? If first stop. It should be your first stop. We can do um, all of your venue search stuff which is really important um but we can also come in at any point in the planning process too to help you kind of figure it out and you know finish out what you've already put together and then for your nonprofit planning is there like a certain time frame that that usually happens is it all year long or yeah we like to work with the nonprofits on a full year of events so that they can all coordinate together communication can coordinate together so we can be more ahead of the game But really, at any point in the planning process for any type of client, we can always come in and help out. I mean, we have couples that are planning for late 2020 right now for weddings, so it can be a long timeline or it can be real short. It doesn't really really matter to us. I love that. So I'm sure that you, to throw an event, I kind of like to throw parties or events, (laughs) but it's exhausting afterwards. So I'm sure you probably feel that even though you're like not a partaker in the party how do you kind of balance your work and personal life to where you like recharge and get ready for the next one yeah um so our company takes sundays and mondays off and because we're always out on saturdays you know at events and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but really just making sure that we're conscious of like taking the time off even though there's no way to have a set schedule of it um and sometimes we kind of watch the the calendar you know this week is super busy. Next week, we're not going to work as many hours, you know, kind of balancing that week by week because there's no way to (laughs) make it normal. (laughs) Right. (laughs) How do you find the perfect staff member or planner for you Mm, through that gut feeling? I wish I knew. (laughs) Um, Through the gut feeling. And I think, again, that customer service oriented person is really the best person for us. Because the rest of it can be taught. Yeah. So what is next for you or your businesses? I feel like you're always like planning and like dreaming, thinking. I love it. Always dreaming and thinking. (laughs) That's for sure. It's just a matter of who puts that into action. (laughs) Um, For us, we're just trying to, we've been growing at a really good pace um, the last couple years. And we're like, the company's in a really good place. We have... Um, all of our processes and standards kind of put together how we want them to be and so it's running well so we're trying to figure out what that next like big jump up is 
um, you can grow at like a steady pace forever, but I kind of want to, you know, jump it up every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, so trying to figure out what that is and then eventually looking into expansion and what that looks like and new markets. I love that. Yeah. So tell everybody if they're interested in planning or working with you, how they get in touch with you. So you can go to our websites. I mean, we have all of our social media. So a touch of bliss, um, it's touch of bliss events.com. And then Adrian and company does our nonprofit, uh, and corporate work. Um, it's adrianco.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was yeah, fun. It was so fun. Thank you so much to Adrian Coffee for sitting down with us and teaching us a little bit more about the event planning industry. It's always nice to hear that other industries also have some unglamorous times, which I guess is all businesses. So until next time, we hope that you always stay glam. Cheers. <laughs>